kind of focus on the virtual assistant thing. It's really rare to have a commercial real estate broker at a high level using, you know, our virtual assistants. We have a handful, like out of, uh, I think there's 1900 virtual assistants. You're one of maybe 20 guys, 20 brokers that are commercial brokers. So it's a really small oh, really? segment. Yeah. It's a really small segment. And what always happens is, you know, I get on a, on a call with a commercial guy and he, they, or gal, and they always say, well, what is a virtual assistant? What can they do for me? And so rather than me telling them, I thought you could tell them like how, what's the best way for a commercial real estate broker to use a virtual assistant to help them grow their business? Sure. Uh, well, my disclaimer would be that I, I don't know what the best way is, but I can tell you how I do it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, um, I don't I don't want uh, I don't want anybody listening as well. But I do it this way, or he do, he should do it this way. You know, I think I think the the beauty about a virtual assistant is that you can design it in a way that works for you. You know, it, it's not like it, I don't I don't look at it in the sense of like okay, here's this box, and if you don't fit in this box, then it doesn't work for you. I, I don't think it's that way at all. Um, you know, for me, what I look at, and, and there's, there's two kind of, there's two tiers of people in the commercial real, real estate business that are successful. You have your one tier person that has, you know, been in it for a long time and they're really old school and they just have everything up here and they crush it. They crush it. Frankly, I don't know how they do it, but somehow, some way they can just connect opportunities, remember contacts, like have all of this information up here. And those types of people, I don't know if they would if they would thrive with, with a VA or not, but frankly, I don't even know how they're thriving to begin with. It's kind of a freak of nature that they can just operate with everything up here. The yeah. second type of person is the person that utilizes a CRM, utilizes, you know, puts systems, infrastructure in place um, to be able to um, do, you know, marketing campaigns, to, um, you know, enter in data, put notes on people, um, you know, really track clientele over long periods of time. Um, Simon Sinek wrote a book called The Infinite Game. And, uh, you know, he just describes that as one that is never ending. It's not um, like a football game has a beginning and an end, right, for the Super Bowl coming up next weekend. We'll know that either Cincinnati or, or the Rams will walk away from that one with a with a uh, Lombardi trophy. But in this business, it's, you know, I could be working with a client right now and we could be, you know, really going nitty gritty, you know, for six months and then a deal just doesn't pan out and nothing happens. That doesn't mean that that's not a client or, or somebody that I'll work with in the future. Um, I could revisit them in three years and, and, and we could do the biggest deal of my life years down the road. So the, the biggest aspect of this business, I think, is so important is being able to prepare for the infinite game and not a transactional game. And, um, and I think those have different approaches on CRMs you know, in general, but it's all the more important to really have a system that allows you to track all the information that, that we take in on a daily basis on properties and on clients um, so that we can serve them at a higher level in the future. And if we're not doing that, um, I personally believe that we are not serving our clients at the highest level that we could be, or we're not reaching our full potential. I really personally believe that. And the guy in this office that does an incredible amount of business, he's very good at what he does. He doesn't use the CRMs at all. And I, you know, I tell him, I said, dude, I think if you use this thing, you could double your business. I really think you could. Um, but it, you know, at the same time, it, um, you know, it just comes down to whatever works for you. And so it goes back to, you know, what's the best way to do it? Cecil? well, you know, who knows if my way is the best way and, um, or not, but um, it's really been helping me and serving me at a high level. So 
going back to the end of that question is how am I using um, virtual assistants? So early on, I was introduced to you know, virtual assistants on a project basis with Fiverr and, and Upwork and whatnot. And they were awesome uh, for projects, right? One-off projects. You didn't have to spend a whole lot of money hiring or anything of the sort. You can get a project done um, and, and usually you can do a pretty good job and, and pretty inexpensively and pretty quickly. Um, so I, I really started to, to realize the, the best ways to work with them in the sense that you provide really clear instructions on, on what needs to be done and a really clear vision of what needs to be done. And I was working well. And then I started to see that I was spending, you know, a few hundred dollars here, a few hundred dollars there. Like, you know, you know, there was months where I was spending more than a thousand bucks on, you know, little project bases on virtual assistants. And I'm like, okay, now I actually have some money in the bank. Now I'm actually really closing some deals. It really takes at least three years to build up a business in commercial real estate. Last mm -hmm. year was my biggest year ever. Um, I did more than the first three years combined. So there was, um, it was really, really special. And so coming together last second half of last year, I knew that if I wanted to scale up um, this year, oh, and really towards the later end of last year, but then scale up this year at even higher level, you know, you have to do something different than what you were doing before. And so to kind of come full circle, when I went to my outdesk, my goal was to have somebody to come in and help me manage a lot of the nitty gritty details and administrative components of this business that need to be done. Uh, but aren't making me more money in the short term. And I say in the short term because a lot of those things will make you money in the long run. So it's still worth it doing it, but it's really not a revenue driving activity. Um, an example might be, um, you know, putting in contact information into your CRM of the 30 people you talked to that day and writing in notes. That's going to serve you at a high level down the road, but that's not making me money right now. So if I have 17 other deals in motion right now that I need to be working on or I need to be prospecting or something of the sort, spending time doing that administrative stuff is taking away from my ability to make revenue in the here and now. But I also need to plan for the future. So when I brought on um, virtual assistant with my own task, you know, my thing was, is I needed somebody that could specialize in and understand at a high level, you know, a CRM system, being able to navigate Salesforce, specifically I use Apto by Salesforce. Um, and I needed somebody that could navigate our marketing materials platform to help generate drafts of flyers. I don't have um, them create that. I don't have a marketing one. I have the administrative person. Um, but, but the administrative persons can still help inputting all the information, um, sure. for the marketing materials. And then we'll have a graphic design person finish up with the graphics and whatnot. I'll have them, um, you know, build out drafts of email marketing campaigns where they're not designing the template. I had a graphic designer design the template. And then I have the administrative assistant just putting in information into the template. Every time I need to send out an email blast, um, which saves me time. Every time I close a deal. Um, you know, commission vouchers are going to be completed by them. If, um, you know, sometimes there's very little inventory coming on the market. Sometimes inventory is insane. Um, usually when new properties come on the market, I try to, you know, look at all the nitty gritty details myself and better understand it. But when so much is coming on the market, you just don't have the time and bandwidth to be able to really look into seeing what's coming on um, and seeing if any of your clients match up with it. You have all these automated searches that are set up and you just start getting blasted. So I have these systems where I have um, a template form where they I send them the property they just came in the market and I have them fill out all of the information on the template form about the property. And then they'll send it back to me in a one pager and I can quickly in 30 seconds, look, is this going to be a fit for any one of my clients without having to do all that digging myself? Um, let me see here. Uh, research. Well, I, um, I love where you're uh, yeah, going. I can keep because, going. <laughs> well, I like what you're going. I mean, I'm going to, I want to sum it. I think what it sounds like is running your CRM and doing all the administrative tasks. That's your highest and best use right now. 